All right, welcome back to another YouTube short. I got Uncle Tav with me on the mic. We're doing a little lock it in special for you on the round one of the NBA playoffs. So let's go ahead and dive in. We're going to give you a key, a factor, and MVP for each team. But first, to the introductions for the Denver Nuggets versus the San Antonio Spurs. Welcome back to Denver. We lost a heartbreaking do-or-die final game versus Minnesota last year to get into the playoffs. They fell a little bit short, but this year they came back a new hunger, a new desire, and with a much improved MVP candidate, Nikola Jokic. Welcome home to the San Antonio Spurs. Spurs live here. They always make the playoffs. And they made the playoffs last year, despite the weirdest situation maybe I've ever seen in the NBA with Kawhi. This is a team that, so long as Popovich and Buford are here, they just may never miss the playoffs again. Yeah, no, I, I, <laughs> it's certainly what it seems like, you know. I mean, this team is so devoid of offensive firepower. Really amazing what they've done to, to get to this point this year. I think, uh, I think the NBA sort of underappreciated the Spurs uh, and just how they've grinded to the playoffs this year. To Rosen, there's probably not another legit NBA starter on this roster. You know what I have to say, and this is kind of like a key matchup for this series, is both of these teams are top three teams in the NBA in assisted turnover ratio. And it goes to show how well coached both these teams are. I know on our some of our other podcasts, we've talked about a little bit about who we think of for coach of the year. I think we both agree that it's Budenholzer, but I think both Michael Malone and Greg Popovich deserve lots of praise and definitely some votes for coach of the year because both teams have unexpectedly done very well. The Spurs outside of Aldridge and DeRozan, they really don't have another guy to create his own shot. Um, and so they have to slow the pace. Uh, DeRozan's done a great job of facilitating this year uh, from like a point forward position. Uh, and, but they just lack firepower, dude. They're, they really do struggle to score. LaMarcus is always solid. I guarantee you they, they, they steal at least one game in the series. LaMarcus will have one of those where he goes 15 of 20, you know, 15 of 23, has 35 points and makes every mid-range jump shot known to man. I mean, certainly out of respect for Popovich, I think they win at least one, maybe even two. Just I will give them one or two games purely out of the respect I have for Greg Popovich and his ability to game plan. Uh, you never know what he might be able to throw out. And even though they seem undermanned, the Spurs might, you know, find a way to win a game or two for certain. Uh, Denver's X factor for me, it's uh, pretty simple. It's Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray is going to need to be really good for this team. He's going to need to be, you know, this is more looking forward than it is for this series. Jamal Murray is going to need to be big time. I like that. I think Murray just he needs to take a step in these playoffs. Um, you know, for my X factor, I think I'm going to go a couple. I, I, I'm just going to go in general, the Denver depth. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. They're so deep. There's a reason why Jokic only plays like 30 minutes a game, dude. It's because they've got so many guys that they can kind of plug and play. Miles, Hernan Gomez, Millsap can take over the offense for periods of the time. Will Barton, Murray, Bonnie Morris, 
Malik Beasley, Torrey Craig. I mean, they've got a million good players. Uh, so I think their depth is going to wear on San Antonio. They'll be able to keep pace up. And again, this is another series where I think you got to look at that scoring, that total score. Denver wants that game to be closer to 120. San Antonio wants it at 95. I think whoever wins on that spectrum is is just going to win the series. I I totally I totally agree. Um, for my MVP, it's going to be Jokic. Um, I want to see Jokic take a step forward, and I don't know if you saw this towards the end of the season, but Denver kind of sneakily threw a game or two to make sure that they ended up with the second seed and Portland ended up with the third seed and uh, the Rockets ended up with the fourth seed. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I think the big thing for Denver is they really don't have a guard who can guard or even come close to matching up with Harden. And so, and the other side of that too is DJ Tucker is actually a tough matchup for Jokic because Tucker just stands at the three-point line when Houston goes really small. And then uh, and Jokic can't just bully Tucker the way he can with some of these other small ball guys because Tucker's a fucking bowling ball, you know? So I actually – so that's actually funny because I – so this is my this is my theory on this, and uh, I'd, I'd like to get your opinion on it too. Um, I actually think Denver has a chance to beat Houston. I don't think they had any chance to beat Golden State. I think there is a way that if – I agree with you, P.J. Tucker is pretty hard to score on in the post and small ball. But if Jokic could find a way to just dominate that matchup and play them off the floor from doing that, his advantage over Capella – and Capella is a good player, but his advantage over Capella is just so immense that I actually, that I actually think right. they have a chance to beat Houston. I don't think they had any chance to beat Golden State because they just cannot match up with Kevin Durant. My bigger thing, aside from that, the Jokic thing is the part of that is, uh, is huge. Torrey Craig is really the only guy who they can throw at him, and Harden has had his way with him when he's played. Uh, and nobody else can really physically guard Harden on that team. Uh, so I just I, I, I really didn't like that for them. I, don't li- I like Golden State yeah. less, though. For sure, for sure, for sure. No, I mean, no difference there, but I think Portland was definitely right. Or OKC, whoever makes it, honestly. I like both of those matchups for them. Right. Quick, short, long story short, I like Denver in five here. I think San Antonio gets one. No, no, I think they get one or two in this series, though. I do think they do. I don't think they win, but I think they get one or two. The X factor in those games for me is going to have to be Jakob Pertl, because he, he's not going to obviously outplay Jokic, but he's going to have to give solid minutes against Jokic. He's going to yeah, he'll have to be he'll have to grab yeah. some rebounds. He'll have to maybe get Jokic in a little bit of foul trouble because that is something that you can do to this team. Jokic has shown the propensity a couple of times to unwind a little bit, and so maybe Pirtle, if he's having like a little bit of a hot stretch, could get a couple of fouls on Jokic. Maybe Jokic gets a technical, loses his head a little bit. And they could steal a game that way. So for me, I, I like Pirtle as an X factor in the series. I, I don't, I don't hate that um, X factor overall in the series. Jeez, uh, you know, I, I'd have to go the San Antonio side. I'm not sure why I expect much out of him, but Rudy Gay is probably their third 
most consistent offensive option. Hmm. He's he's got to have a big game or two for them. Definitely, uh, he's got to shoot it well. Um, he's going to have to have a game where he puts up twenty. But I would think. But three. realistically, but, realistically, I have a feeling at the end of the series we're going to be sitting here saying, you know, I just wanted a little bit more from Rudy Gay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, they're right. Rudy Gay is just who we thought he was. Uh, but I I agree with you. If they got if they're going to win Rudy some Gay's games, like, it's going to be because Rudy had had a good game too. You know, Rudy Gay is from like that Jeff Green school. You know, it's who just Cam like Reddish is about to look be. at like, Andrew Wiggins. Like, this guy looks like he should be the best player on the court. What Cam but Reddish is going to be? What Cam Reddish is going to be? And what Andrew <laughs> Wiggins is? <laughs> and I shouldn't hate on Rudy Gay so much because he actually has. He's a good NBA player. No, but uh, all those guys are. All, all those guys are going to end up being just all those. Body. All those guys are going to be end up being so, decent NBA players. It's a whole group of them: Jeff Green, Andrew Wiggins, Cam Reddish. They're all going to end up being decent NBA players, but they're always going to leave you wanting more. They're always going to leave you wanting more. Um, for the Spurs MVP, it's actually going to be DeRozan, and that's because, like you said, I want to see how Denver does in a matchup against a shooting guard that is like hard in size. Yeah, that will be interesting. I don't know who's going to guard Rosen. Probably Craig, uh, but it, you know it's going to be tough. The Rosen's probably going to have his way. He's going to score. Is he if he doesn't yeah. choke? I'm just going to throw Aldridge out there for my MVP, um, just because I always enjoy him come playoff time, dude. I feel like everybody appreciates him for how good he is because they watch him for game playoffs finally, and he's they're like, holy shit, this guy like he's got every move for a big guy down there, and he makes some really tough shots from like 17 feet. I, I agree. I, I appreciate Aldridge in the postseason as well. So I think that's going to end this. I think we give the Spurs maybe one or two games, but in the end, Denver comes out victorious.